Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Right now. Realizing I watched a lot of uh, television with the youngsters back in the day. How about that? I'll say it again. That cab driver in Bucherrios, Mexico, when he said, Senor, you're Espanol. Mucho bueno. Why is that? I said, uh, Dora the Explorer. That's right. <laughs> Learn so much Spanish. I got to brush up on my Spanish, though. <laughs> yes, you do. Come estas. Una mas, por favor. This is the Rod Peterson mm. Show. It sure is. Hello, Canada. Canadian sports fans around the world, welcome to Hour 2, the RP Show. Ah, nice to be back on the air. After four days off, can you believe it? We're at Grey Eagle Resort and Casino, as you can see, into May, talking sports in a snowstorm. And uh, (laughs) pleased to welcome back from beautiful Hawaii via Saskatchewan, Darren Moose Dupont. How are you doing? I'm great. Good. I got the wink there in the last segment. From Hunter? Yeah. Oh, good. Well, we have to, I know there's a lot of new viewers that just tuned in whether they're PBRing us on Game Plus or maybe they just tuned into Hour 2 of the podcast. A lot of ways to consume this show. Tim Hunter was with us in Hour 1, and it was amazing. And I'm, I'm still giddy being here in Calgary with all these ex-NHL guys. I don't mind saying it. Yeah. Because if you... Uh, I read Al Michaels' book, and I think it was the title, title of his book was You Can't Make This Stuff Up. You haven't read it, but in that book it says, Don't Ever Lose Your Zest. And for a period of time in my life and my career, I lost my zest. I've got it back, and I don't mind running around this town like a little kid with an autograph book (laughs) and chasing down the Tim Hunters and the Jamie McCowans and the Kelly Rudys and the Mike Vernons and the Theron Fleurys and the Lanny McDonalds. They're everywhere. Yeah. And on the weekend, my brother was out here, as I mentioned, we're having coffee, and I said, Lee, who I had breakfast, he bought. Thanks, Lee. And I said, I'm around hockey guys all the time. And he said, it must be night and day from what you're used to. I said, it is. I love it. So, yeah, if you missed hour one, you're going to want to go back and hear all of what Tim Hunter said about the Flames run, this year's playoffs, the dub. He's in music videos now. Mm-hmm. But what you didn't, we didn't get into, I will the next time he comes. Sure. Is yours and his rivalry because it was serious. It was serious. Yes, it was. It was serious. It Were was. you? Did you feel physically threatened at any point by Tim Hunter? No, but I think that's like could have been. Could have like it could have been. He's a big guy, right? And he did that for a living in the National Hockey League. But uh, you know, the biggest thing is him and I had built what I thought was a really good relationship before that. Yeah, and then when we weren't so good for a bit, I was like, oh, like I. Don't like this because I really like the. When you spend time with him, that's what we would do before games, playoff games, hockey. I was working on TV. We'd sit in his office and we just tell stories, and we got to know each other. And I learned a lot of great things about him. And I started to really like the guy. You know, he's and a likable guy. He's a very likable guy. A lot of respect for him. And then so when when the thing happened with the prediction and he didn't like it and we weren't getting along, I was like, oh, I don't like this. 
But you know what? I kept doing my job and my way, and he did his thing his way. And we had, I think, I think a mutual respect for each other. And you don't go pout in the corner when somebody gets mad at you. And that's why we're still good today, right? Yeah. So I think uh, it's a bit of that old school nature of respect. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. And I got a kick out of it because, as you know, I would stoke the fire on both sides. Right. Every time I saw both of you. Of course. And as of note, this today was the first time we saw each other face to face. Everything else was virtual over video calls. And when we came on the show or Alan Miller came on the show, right? This is the first time face to face. And that was what, 2018 or 19? Yeah. So. Um, okay. So I didn't get to a lot of the viewer questions last week, uh, last hour. I'm going to now, um, <laughs> Randy from the peg writes and he says the moose hunter story. Love it. Ha ha. <laughs> we didn't love it at the time. No, <laughs> let's no, be honest. He's an intimidating guy. Uh, Christine, my cousin, Christine in medicine hat says your pops must be smiling, watching you interact with all the NHL stars. Ah, he probably is. I know, I know that I am. And I was with my dad's former boss in Dallas uh, last week. He's now with Florida. And we had a really good chat in the press box at the Saddledome last week. And he's like, see you in Florida. Because they're expecting a very long playoff run. Yeah. Please, baby hockey Jesus. <laughs> a Calgary-Florida Stanley Cup final would be just amazing for us. Maybe I get you down to Florida. Well, to be part of the show down there. That's actually a really great idea. And we're thinking about that because you're going to be there. And I'm like, you're going to go back right when the playoffs start. And we're, we should be here. And I'm thinking, well, no, you're going to be in a hot playoff market. Maybe I stay here and we have them both covered for a bit. How about that? How about that? Um, How Jack about Fulton that? in Vulcan, Alberta, watching says, Tim Hunter, class, integrity, character, champion in life. And that's the one thing you realize why all these um, Flames vets stick around. They're heroes. They're icons in this town. But you know why that Flames team was so vaunted in 89? Mike Vernon from Calgary. Tim Hunter from Calgary. Landy McDonald from Hannah, Alberta. I'm sure there's far more. Yeah. But it was their, your own local team. I don't think there's as much of that with this team. I don't. Uh, Safe Moon Dog watching on YouTube. It says, ultimately, men respect the opinions of other men. May not like it, but they respect it. I'm not sure I agree with you there. <laughs> I don't respect your opinion. But let's, let's get into what we normally do here, and that is the view for sports fans. So let's bring it all in. Okay, now, because we got high viewership here today on Game Plus and YouTube and whatever you want to talk about, because... Our Quick Six Show. Do you want to hit the horn, Jordan, just to make sure everybody's awake today? Uh, quick Six Show. Yeah, thank you. It was an Easter weekend recap. Uh, um, Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, it actually feels like you've been gone for a week instead of a long weekend. LOL. Glad you're back. I just said to Tim Hunter, best job in the world. Four days off for the weekend. I'm watching you haul your ass all over the continent, and I'm like, ah. Having pancakes with my brother, buffet. going to the mall, yeah, exactly. buffet. Oh, this is the best job in the world. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, the NHL leftovers from Monday night, we got through that. Raptors are down 0-2. And our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, can the Raptors come back and win this series against the 76ers? 
Capital Auto Mall with universe with uh, dealerships across the prairies, including Calgary, Winnipeg, Edmonton, and the Queen City. Over seventy percent. The last I saw said no, they're they're not coming back, and put me in that. Um, Blue Jays at the Red Sox tonight. Got this from our new partner, Fanatics. When are we going to start with that? As soon as possible. As soon as possible, yeah. Fanatics, newest partner of the RP show. Yep, things are going great. Uh, the Bedard thing, and Tacona Powley in Winnipeg writes in, says, congrats to Connor Bedard in his 50-goal season, although none against the ice. Ice, baby. 51-goal season, <clears throat> if I may. So to the USFL thing, which we spend hardly any time on. And you right. didn't watch it, but it doesn't matter. You don't need to. Yeah. You've seen enough of the coverage. Yep. It wasn't horrible. And I'm sitting there watching it with Lee Genier, which interestingly, I don't know where Lee is. He'll be down here at some point, our business consultant here in town. And we're watching it together, and we're like kind of watching Twitter at the same time. And we're like, nobody with the CFL is bashing the USFL right now. What does that tell you? It's pretty good ball. Yeah. Pretty good quality ball. And so there's that. I'm more than interested to go down that road, but also highly interested in the Mark Trussman taking a strip off Randy Ambrosi thing, which, how much of that have you followed? Yeah, a little bit of that. I've talked it's... enough. You, your, your thoughts on, Amb- on uh, Trussman, as Three Down says, putting Ambrosi on blast. Yeah, and... He's not the only one to do it. I mean, it's... Biggest name, though, probably. But, but the biggest name. And I think that's probably what has everybody's ears perked up. And some people are defending the CFL and went after Tressman on this. And other people are backing him. And it's very contentious. And I think, you know, when you have somebody who's had this much success in the league and a name that carries as much weight throughout football in North America, talking about the league, I just think whether he's right or whether he's wrong, he'll make people listen. And now the conversation continues. And, you know, the biggest thing, and you got, you and I have talked about this, you know, it's just creating some continuity and having everybody pull on the rope in the same direction, you know? And I think yeah. that hasn't been the case. I think that's the biggest issue. We want everybody to be going in the same direction from us in the media, promoting the games to the leagues, to the players, to the alumni, to the owners, all moving in the same direction. And, when you have a pandemic and people aren't doing much and you're not getting as much action, well, then everybody gets a little crazy. They start stirring, you know, stir crazy. And then you get the PA saying, well, I guess we're going to do something. And they go in their direction. The league's like, well, we got to do something. They go in their direction. And everybody starts pulling in different directions and you don't get anywhere. Well, hey, you can keep talking. I'm just making a note of this particular segment. Right. Um, we've been everywhere, man. Like Hank Snow and Johnny Cash in the last year with this show, which is fairly remarkable when you think about the pandemic and everything. Yeah. Uh, but in the phone calls that Darren and I have had since he hasn't been here for the last week, I've, you know, I've been updating you sort of on what's been going on here. And I say, well, look, in the CFL, they're talking about changing the ratio. And that's that whole thing. If you're an American and you played in the CFL for three years with one team, you'll be considered a Canadian. But now the Canadians don't want that. Chris Walby says they've been talking about it for 40 years. Can you make a decision? Like, Walby says this. So the Canadians and Americans are sniping back and forth. Don Jackson, Hamilton Tiger Cat, running back. If you saw him, do you see him on Twitter? He's been on this show. DJ, great guy. He's like, I just don't like being paid less 
than a Canadian who is clearly inferior that to me, but he's Canadian, so he gets paid more. Truth. Truth. So as I'm saying to him, you got Canadians versus Americans. You got, you know, obviously the fun Chris Jones, Cody Fajardo sniping back and forth, which isn't actually fun. It's fun for us to watch, but I right. don't think it doesn't make Cody feel real good. And Jones doesn't care. Ambrosi's at war with somebody different every day. And my point is, when we go to the NFL, and I see it here in the NHL all the time, like, my God, Tim Hunter, just in the break, he goes, you guys going to be here for the stampede? Yeah, it's looking that way, Tim. Well, I got a couple places that you could go. Right? right. He's like, the Ranchman's, the Silver Slipper, there'll be action going on at this time. He's like, let's, let's talk. Helping each other out. We're all in it together. NFL, Super Bowl. We're around all those guys. Yeah. And what is it? It's, you got to meet this guy. This is how you get in here. This, everybody's working together in those leagues for the common good. Yeah. And I don't see that in the CFL. Everybody's going in different directions. And it's kind of been that way for a long time. But it's literally, they can't decide what's best for the league. And you said last night at supper at the buffet that somebody needs to step up and pound their fist on the table and say, this is what we're doing. And it doesn't seem like anybody's doing that. Right. And I, th I think in the NFL, you have a little bit of that. You know, you have certain leaders from an ownership perspective, Jerry Jones, Robert Kraft, mm -hmm. you know, and the like, who carry a little bit more weight than the rest of the room. And yeah, it's always going to be life. Yeah. They can kind of dictate direction, but they do. And they say, we're pushing into these areas. You've, you've talked about Jerry Jones with the sponsorship, right? Bringing in his own sponsors that were against league partner for the first time. But he did it, and he got other you know, owners to follow him. And you need to have that leadership, somebody to kind of take charge. And then everybody can push in the same direction, and you can have a lot of success. And when everybody's pulling in opposite directions, that's, you don't accomplish anything. Well, I think a lot of people, <clears throat> the majority just want to watch the games. And that includes the CFL, the USFL, the NFL. But if you really care about the business side, let's just put it this way. Pepsi is the official NFL sponsor. No other pops, no other sodas for you Americans. Jerry's like, nope, we're bringing in Coca-Cola. Jerseys are for new era across the NFL. Jerry, nope, we're bringing in Reebok. He turned NFL millionaire owners into billionaire owner. And I know you don't want to divulge our business here, but let me just say this. Bet Regal, whom we've had a ton of... Entrance into our contest here today? Yeah. We are saying there are, they are our exclusive betting partners, so they are exclusive. We have betting companies beating down our door. Yeah. But we're exclusive to Bet Regal. Their term, we're married. Right. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yes. I'm okay with it. I love it. Yeah. But I'm just saying it's business. Um, so, yeah, I just don't feel like they're all in it together in the CFL. And this sniping back and forth is a little distasteful. It's not going anywhere. And I mean, not that we want to get into COVID pandemic talk, but it's the same thing. When, when everybody wants to go in their own direction, that's going to yeah. make things drag on and not get any progress. And that's, yes. And I don't know, we're going to have to take a break here, but from our viewers, and I knew that the football talk would get him going. Because as I say, I can smell a controversy like fart in a car. Jason in Red Deer says if Don Jackson doesn't like the CFL's pay structure, then maybe he should go to the NFL if he thinks he's that good. 
from Scott Ford on YouTube. All of the Canadian starting running backs in the CFL are better than Don Jackson. Um, name me three Canadian starting running backs in the CFL, and I'll wait. I would struggle with it. Yeah. Don Jackson, I'm afraid of. I'm sorry, I'm, uh, fr- I'm afraid. I'm a fan. I'm not afraid of him. I'm sorry. <laughs> um, I, I'm afraid he's a, he's a good player. Okay, we'll break and we'll come back. Okay. Uh, and by the way, Chris Bird, watching in King City, Ontario, says, any word on the USFL TV audience? Yes, three million from both networks combined. I'm watching, again, you're traveling, you didn't see it. I'm watching Fox and NBC. I'm going back and forth in my room at Gray Eagle going, what? The same game on Fox and NBC. Who does that? Same announcers? Same announcers. Kurt Menefee. Wow. The USFL does. To the tune of 3 million viewers. That is not chump change. So we'll get into that and more when we come back. You're watching the RP Show live from Gray Eagle Resort and Casino. Daytime sports and entertainment talk on the Game Plus TV network. YouTube live and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey, it is the RP Show, everybody. We're coming at you from Great Eagle Resort and Casino. By the way, aerial coverage brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. And they bring you Rod's rant, although there's been far fewer of those for quite some time, Moose. And uh, I should mention, by the way, my brother's birthday, July 28th. The Beach Boys catch the West Coast vibes of one of rock's most iconic bands. Most influential rock and roll bands of all time, the Beach Boys. Yeah. We might be here. I want to go to the Beach Boys. I do, too. You probably don't even have a favorite Beach Boys song, do you? Uh, no, but Kokomo, Jeez, probably. Aruba. That's very good. Yeah. Very good. My favorite. Mine is uh, Surf and Safari. Yeah. Oh, my God. Right here at Great Eagle, July 28th. Very hard to believe. If we spun Moose's camera around right now, if you saw what I'm looking at outside the windows, oh. you're not thinking about the beach. You're not thinking about July. Uh, in the next commercial. Storming, blizzarding in Calgary. Go to uh, Instagram and follow the Rod Peterson show on Instagram. Let's get, you know, we need those numbers up. But in the next commercial break, I'll go and put that on our Instagram story. That is wild. Like, it is picking up. I thought it was bad this morning. Big, fluffy snowflakes the size of toonies. This would be beautiful to be in Canmore right now. Yeah, my guess is by supper time it'll all be gone. Right. Mm -mm -mm -mm. So, back into the discussion. Spring football on the weekend and whatever else you'd like to talk about. Because we really went heavy on the hockey in hour one with Tim Hunter. Uh, Ryan on YouTube says the USFL look great. The spring football competition is heating up, and the XFL must be paying close attention. Ryan obviously wasn't watching last week, and I'm not sure if you were, where Lee Genier and I laughed that the XFL announces their entire coaching staff for next year on Wednesday, the week the USFL kicks off. That's just, 
it's fun to watch, right? It's not by accident. <laughs> no, it wasn't by accident. No. Uh, Jeff Kabilis in Winnipeg watching on Game Plus says, USFLA, keep Donald Trump away from that league again. How That's his that? New Jersey. Was the New Jersey team called the Generals? I think they were. I can't remember. I was watching it with half an eye. I was visiting right. with Lee and uh, enjoyed it. But that was Donald Trump's New Jersey Devils back in the day. Don, our Navy friend, Don Mitchell, says, As I said on Twitter, the CFL needs to accept who they are and play to its strengths and quit chasing its tail. Here's the problem on that and what's changed from... I used to say the same thing, and Darren, you remember me saying, the CFL needs to admit what it is. We've evolved over the past couple of years to I'm not sure what the CFL is. To what? And I know that there was a lot of people really upset, CFL fans, CFL alum, that they would bring up Mike Riley. He was coaching one of the teams the other night, and he coached the Winnipeg Blue Bombers, the Grey Cup in the 80s. Players and coaches and management that had CFL ties, the CFL was not even acknowledged. Announcers for the USFL itself. Not even. You know how defensive people get in the CFL. Right. And I'm thinking, honestly, I don't think it was an intentional slight by the announcers. I don't. No. Unless. No. I mean, you weren't watching it, but you don't need to. I don't think it was. They just don't think about you. It's America. That's exactly what it is. You know? If you're not on the radar, people aren't thinking about you. They don't bring it up. So when they're talking about where people coached and where they've come from and where they've come through, and they don't mention the CFL because it doesn't hit their radar. But it's similar to us when we talk about hockey too, right? And not that I'm going to compare the CFL to a Swedish elite league or a, you know Switzerland league or whatever. When we talk about players, we, we'll talk about where they played their junior or they had a stint in the American League with this team, or we'll talk about things that are more relevant to our audience. To their audience, CFL's not relevant. But these other places are. They'll, go, they'll skip the CFL and go back to college to say he was an Iowa State guy or a Michigan guy and or a Penn State guy. That's exactly what they were doing. Yeah. Uh, Jack Fulton, watching in Vulcan, Alberta, says, Rod's rant. Not as many because you're in YYC and are more relaxed seeking peace. God is great. Thank you, Jack. Appreciate you. Yeah. Andrew Stute, one of our viewers, Quebecer. You're bang on, Rod. The CFL is not thought about in the States. Bang on, Rod. Bang on. America doesn't matter because the, the CFL is in the fight of its life for relevancy in Canada. That's where I think they're missing the point on the doesn't matter whether you're acknowledged on this USFL broadcast or not. It doesn't. And by the way, how many times have we seen Chris Collinsworth or Al Michaels say, Alex Singleton, three great years with the Calgary Stampeders? We all get excited about that. Mm-hmm. And should. I guess if that announcer has some sort of affinity or affection for the CFL, they do mention it. It's not like they never get mentioned. That's right. But on the weekend on the USFL, the game that I saw, they weren't referring to any of these guys' ties to the CFL. Um, uh, Don, no, where is it? Ryan McCarthy watching in New York. Yes, the original New Jersey USFL team was called the Generals, and all of these present teams have the original cities and names with the exception of the New Orleans team. 
The breakers were originally in Boston. Sorry, there was a guy. Yeah, here it is. Tacona Pally in Winnipeg. Rod, yes, Mike Riley was once a bomber great head coach who left early for the University of Washington. I know that. That's what I said. John Ohm in Winnipeg says, player interviews during the USFL games. Drones doing camera work. CFL, are you paying attention? See, that's the cool thing about the USFL and what we understand the XFL. It's going to be the guinea pig for the NFL. That's right. We've heard that, right? Rules, these cool camera angles, interviews. Yeah. And the problem here, as I see it in the Canadian Football League, is to hell with being a guinea pig for anybody. We're the CFL. We're not changing. We're great. We've always been great. We'll always be great. Piss off. How's that working for you? How about that? But the fans don't care. For a fact, they don't care. No. Right? Shut up and dribble. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Like, get out there and entertain me. So the wages aren't going up. There's a cap on the staff. Yeah. You know? But the, the, but the fans don't care. No, they're not thinking about those things. They just want the best product possible. They want to see entertaining games. They want the beer to be cold. They want the crowd to be loud. And they want to have a good time, right? But the problem is, is if these measures start to make the product worse and the experience not quite there and you're less relevant, then the fans' experience is going to go down over time. It's just going to lag behind. That's all. It's going to lag behind a little bit. Chris in King City, Ontario. The broadcaster has no interest to talk about any other football league of their own. That's very possible. But I'll say it again. I did not see any CFL people complaining about the quality of play in the USFL. If, there was a, if it was out there, I missed it. The quality of play was good. Let's all pursue our own dream. For instance, Corey Chamberlain, whom I love. Man, I could tell you chain stories until the cows come home. That'll go in my book. But the head coach of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, 2013 Grey Cup at Taylor Field. We were very close for a time, then we weren't close at all, and then we've gotten to be friends again. It's a great story. He's the defensive coordinator of the Birmingham USFL team, and if you follow him on Instagram, after that Birmingham game, it was emotional for Chain. He's been fired in Toronto. He was fired in Saskatchewan. Doesn't feel good to be fired, by the way. Most people don't even know that. Now, a lot of people get fired washing dishes at Bonanza, but to, on the public stage, it's different. Do you follow Chame on Instagram? I don't. You should. I, will. I think it's Coach Chame. And he took a photo of the field after the game and said, 16-year pro journey to get here to coach pro ball in the United States of America. Wow. He just sat there and it, you know what I mean? And that's what I think the fans of all sports don't understand. They just want to chase a dream. They just want to do what they want to do. Here's Chame in his hometown, Birmingham, Alabama, by the way. You know, and I often said, where does this guy end up? He was the head coach of Saskatchewan at 38, and they thought that he was too young then. Right. I think it was 38. Well, it's funny. Like, that's, we look at the USFL, the fans, or the fan-controlled league, or the XFL, and we kind of scoff at it, second-tier league. It's not as good as the CFL. It's not as good as the NFL, right? But you look at Chame, and he's sitting there. This is professional football in the U.S. I've made it home. 
to coach pro football. It's what I've always wanted to do. It's not the NFL, but it's pro football in the States. Like, that's cool for him. Cool for anybody. It's a job. <laughs> and it's a job. <laughs> and it's, you know, a home game for Chaim. I think a lot about Danny Barrett, who really was run out of Saskatchewan. And when you, what I love, one great thing with the CFL is how you mentioned one player and he's connected to how many teams. Like DB was, started his career in Calgary. Stan Peter's great. Yeah. Uh, was traded for Doug Flutie, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, BC Calgary deal back in the day. DB's the running backs coach for the Houston Texans. And before that, he was with the Dolphins. He's probably never set foot in Canada and get. So laugh at him all you want. He's sleeping good. To speak night. for DB, you can kiss his ass. And I think that's probably what Chamus thinks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Laugh at me all you want, suckers. Yeah. Um, from Dar, watching on YouTube. Was that your John Lynch voice? I guess it was. Yes, it was. Was it? Of course it was. <laughs> Very good looking. Very good looking. Well, you know, it's funny, but that's the default when you go to the old CFL, right? It's the default is to go to Lynch's voice. <laughs> Very good looking. I like um, it. From Tacona, Rod, you're minimizing my Bonanza career again. <laughs> what did I say was wrong about that? Washington dishes. You get fired from Washington dishes. That's not a big deal. It's not the public. Uh... <laughs> yeah. Jeff in Winnipeg watching says, fired doing dishes at Bonanza? I would never jeopardize a discount having a position at Bonanza. Basically, you would do anything to keep that job. Oh, yeah. If you got to eat for at least 50% off. Uh, Scott Ford on YouTube. The change needs to come as it is in BC and Edmonton, Ottawa, and translate that to Toronto. Oh, he's saying, hey, BC's got a new owner, Edmonton's got a new president, Ottawa's got something new, I don't know what, but he's saying you need to do that in Toronto. I don't know what they need to do. But we're seeing the trend. That's exciting of like we're getting some new, you know, ownership or new presidents, new leaders in, these, in some of these markets, and they're going to slowly start to be more and more of them. And we're going to push into this new generation, and hopefully it's full of young and exciting and fresh opportunities and ideas. It's starting. So be happy that it's starting. Jeff, the Stamps fan, enjoying the football talk, as always, writes, and he says, Flutie signed in Calgary as a free agent, and then the Stamps traded DB to Danny Barrett to BC. And uh, thank you. You know, it's interesting. I'm trying to remember the... How that all went. You would be seven. You were in grade two when that was going down. But then DB got shown the door in BC because they acquired Ken Austin. And what was amazing was that in 2006, Danny Barrett got fired as coach of the Riders. And who replaced him? Ken Austin. <laughs> so, and, and again, another chip on the shoulder that DB carried forever. And I don't know if he still has those chips on his shoulder or not. DB had more chips than. McDonald's, you know, but yeah, I believe he got all over that and he's laughing now. Uh, yeah, I think we'll take a timeout. You having fun? A great time. Being back on the air. It is very good to be back. Doing what we do makes you want to uh, be able to overlook the snowstorm that I look outside. Yeah. This was not forecast for today. 
Not that I saw, but I, again, I probably had the default at Kona, Hawaii forecast. Thought it was going to be 30 degrees today. I'm experiencing Calgary all over again. Yeah. As I've said to all the people here, I was here when I was 17, 18. Head up my ass. Firmly. Wasn't paying attention to the weather. Right. The mountains. But can we tell everybody about the breakthrough moment we had last night? When you picked me up at the airport? When we come back. Okay. You are watching the RP Show on the Game Plus Television Network, YouTube Live. And, of course, you can always catch the podcast wherever you enjoy your podcasts, including Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. It's the RP Show live from right there. Great Eagle Event Center in beautiful Calgary, the Foothills uh, Gateway right here. By the way, we're running a contest today. For Tough Tribe for Men, we're giving away a prize package. And I'm telling you, the shampoo bottles, the conditioner bottles are massive. The pomade is about this big. You can get it all. All we ask you to do is text the term Tough Tribe to our show text number. You see it on the screen, 902-518-3033. Tough Tribe for Men was designed to meet the unique demands of clean professional grooming. So if you like all the guys flow on this show, it's because of Tough Tribe for Men. We will r- randomly draw for uh, the winner. Just t- uh, text Tough Tribe to our text number. And to order your own, if you don't win, go to toughtribeformen.com. That's the number four, toughtribeformen.com. We are part of the clean beauty industry. We pause the football discussion. We appreciate everybody chiming in on that. To move it on over to, what, well, my favorite topic, junior hockey discussion. And the head coach and general manager of the Estevan Bruins joins us. Jason Tatarnik from the Energy City. They're in the middle of, uh, well, a few days off before they get ready to open the league final. Tarts, how are you doing today, my friend? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on the show there, Rod. I uh, can't wait to see you at the Centennial Cup. And by then, I'm uh, expecting you'll be SJHL champions. Everything is going according to plan. But now the southernmost team in the league, you, faces the northernmost team in the league, Flin Flon, in the league final. How is this series setting up from your perspective? Yeah, you know, Flon's an excellent team. They beat two very good teams to get here. And, um, you know, they're a big team. They play well defensively. So we have our work cut out for us. But, uh, you know, our goal hasn't changed. Our goal has been to win the, the SJHL championship. So that's our mindset. And uh, we have a team standing in front of us that just happens to be a very good team. Tons and tons of things to talk to you about, Tarts. Number one for me is... Since the day you were hired, that town was a buzz in Estevan because of your history and so forth, and they got to know you, loved you even more. But I wonder about the pressure of a host team because I've, I've talked to Memorial Cup hosts, Grey Cup hosts, you name it, right? Centennial Cup hosts, Royal Bank Cup hosts. What's the, what was the pressure like going into this season with that hanging over your head? Yeah, I, I guess there's always a little bit of pressure to build a, a good team, but... Uh... I guess once everyone got here and we got started, uh, we kind of put it on the back burner, to be honest with you. Um, you know, we really wanted to focus on our season and w- with the goal of, be, be, you know, winning a SJHL championship. So, you know, and I've been fortunate. You need the group of guys that can kind of buy into that as well. 
Um, so our, our guys have done a great job with it. They, they, it's on the back burner for them. They know it's there. Uh, so we kind of want to focus on our season and take it one day at a time. And once the playoffs started, same thing, one game at a time. And, uh, here we are now, uh, in the championships. So we'll, we'll worry about this first. And then once we're done with this, then, uh, then we'll turn our attention to the, the, the tournaments. And, uh, I think our guys are just more than anything, just excited to be part of that tournament, to be honest with you. <laughs> Buddy. They're talking about it out here. Like, I don't, I'm not sure people understand. The hockey world's converging on Estevan for 10 days. I've got people asking if they can stay with me, and I'm saying, yeah, absolutely. i got lots of room. But everybody's excited. So how tough is it to keep your players not thinking about the tournament? Because, you know, the distractions will start soon if they haven't already. Yeah, you know what? We've done a real good job of, uh, I guess, sheltering our players from that with all the planning, and we've really kept our players away from everything. And um, you know, and for us, it's you know, I, I think our twenty-year-old group's been outstanding this year. And as a twenty-year-old, you always want to go out as a winner. And you know, we're very fortunate that our players really bought into winning a league championship is really special. And that was the first goal. And, you know, guys like uh, Boston Bolos has been awesome. Eric Pierce, you know, they both won championships with Prince Albert and they know what it feels like to win. And that's been the constant message for us. And there are some guys that haven't won in our locker room that have never experienced that. And we just keep relaying how special it is and how hard it is to win um you really don't know how hard it, it is to win until you actually win a championship and and um so we just keep talking about what's in front of us and what a great opportunity you have to, to become a league champion and to go into that tournament as a league champion and that's what we want to do and so we, we've tried to keep the centennial cup stuff away from our players as much as possible but you're right they know it's there and i think with the new format it makes it even more ex exciting. So um, that's going to be an interesting tournament for sure of the new format. Please refresh my memory or pardon my ignorance, but with you getting to the league finals, does that mean Flin Flon has an automatic berth into the tourney too? Yeah, so Flin Flon's there. Um, real good representation for our league. I think they'll do a, a, a great job in that tournament. Uh, um, you know, I can't share the pools right now, but, uh, you know, I think both pools are tough, but I think they have an excellent shot to uh, to make it to the playoff uh, uh, round. So I, I think it's it's great for the our league. I think it's great for Flin Flon. Um, you know, they're a well-deserving team to be there. Well, and what people don't understand, I think people would automatically look at that and say, well, two teams going to the league final, the Canal to Cup. What are they even going to play seriously for? Because they're already going to the Centennial Cup. Uh, uh, uh. I think Estevan's only won one league title in his life. For Flin Flon, it's been a very long time. There's no Anavet Cup series, so I think this will be a competitive series. Yeah, for sure. I, I know uh, Flin Flon hasn't... It's been a longer time frame for them since they've won since Estevan. Um, I know Mike Reagan's been in the, the finals a few times, and... Um, you know, just hasn't uh, reached that uh, championship yet. So he's going to be real hungry. And, and their players, we've listened to their interviews. We've read the articles. And, um, 
they're really focused on on winning this championship. And I think both teams want to go to the the national tournament as the champion. Um, no one wants to go as a second fiddle. Uh, so I, I I think this this series is going to be very intense, and they play a certain style, and we play a certain style. So we're going to see which style wins. Nick Saragella was the coach the last time. I got to send a shout out to the Saragellas and Peanut Butter Pete, my boy Pete. Um, big part of why we're coming down there. I appreciate that. Believe me, I know my Bruins lore. They're my favorite SJHL team. Out here in Alberta, it's down to Spruce Grove Brooks, as you know. Uh, other side, it's Dauphin, Winkler, Steinbeck, Verdon. How much of an eye are you keeping on your competition? Probably a lot, I would think. Yeah, it's, it's a balance uh, of kind of watching what's going uh, around you uh, with the different leagues and focusing what's going on within your own league. So, um, no, I've been paying attention to the Alberta uh, playoffs for sure. Um, Manitoba, I have a little bit. Um, uh, especially focus on uh, Ontario, Ontario Loop, um, and then uh, Old East, and and uh, a little bit more paying attention and what's going on in Quebec. So not giving away too much. I guess you can kind of figure out why I'm paying attention to certain leagues. So uh, yeah, we're watching, <laughs> keeping a close eye, and then uh, getting ready for that. Yeah, sounds well. If you want to pay for my tank of gas, I could go scout Brooks. Spruce Grove for you, if you want. And I just got to say, uh, Craig Button and I, tremendously excited to be part of the hot stove May 26th for the Bruins Sportsman's Dinner. How are tickets going for that? I do have the Flurry jersey secured, so we're good there, Tarts, but I, I probably could use a boost here today. How, you know, what do people need to know? You know, I, I think that sports, the Sportsman's Dinner is on, the, on Thursday, the tournament, the, the 26th. And it's going to feature yourself and Craig Button, uh, Mike Butters, who's a former player of Estevan, who went on to be a, a GM of American Hockey League team of the, the Tampa uh, Bay organization. Um, you know, there's a few more people that might be added to it. It's just going to be a, a great opportunity for people to listen to some great hockey people talk about the game. Um, we have an individual that played for the Broad Street Bullies that won uh, a Stanley Cup is going to be here. Who we'll also started his junior career with the Estevan Bruins, Mr. Watson. So he's coming back. He's really excited to, to come back to his junior team. So there's some really neat people involved with this banquet. Um, it'll be our award banquet as well for our team. Um, we had a great menu of some Southern barbecue uh, for people to eat. Um, I just think it's a it's a great time to sit back and reflect, talk a little bit about the tournament. Um, I know yourself and Craig are going to have uh, tons to talk about. You guys are always entertaining. And uh, it's just going to be a great opportunity for people to come and, and listen to some hockey people uh, share some experiences. I absolutely cannot wait for it all. So, Tarts, keep her rolling. I'm watching very closely, as you know. And uh, we'll see you in a few weeks. Thanks for the time today. Yeah, I can't wait to see you at the tournament. I'm real excited to have you there. I think it's going to add a. Uh, uh, it's going to be a, a big addition to that uh, tournament. So thanks. Thanks for having us. Thank you, Jason. Jason Tatarnik, the head coach and GM of the Estevan Bruins. They are on their way to the Canalta Cup final. It opens Friday night in Affinity Place. Overtime's next with Moose. He'll let you in on his big revelation when we come back. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube Live, and 24-hour sports radio at rodpeterson.com. 
Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. This is it. One more time. Overtime from the Gray Eagle Event Center. See us? That's us down in the bottom right corner of your screen. Overhead coverage brought to you by Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, your one-stop shop. Check them out at broncoplumbing.com. Our poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, can the Toronto Raptors come back and win this first-round series against the Sixers? They're down 0-2. Last I saw, over 70% say no, they're done. Stick a fork in them. They're done. Um... To the text line, I appreciate everybody writing in today and entering our contest for Tough Tribe. There will only be one winner, I think, maybe two. If you didn't win, you can still order at toughtribeformen.com. And uh, hey, all it cost you was a text. So thanks for playing. I see Casey Ludwig writing on Instagram. Oh, he's back. He got a call. Moose had it run out. Casey Ludwig is watching in Brandon on Game Plus TV, and he says, with Brandon Crowe's sudden departure, I vote Rod Peterson to be the Wheat Kings intern play-by-play guy for the playoffs. How about that? Can I do your color? As Kelly McCrimmon rolls over in his grave, and he's not even dead. <laughs> there he is. We got you. Can, yeah, you and me doing the Wheat Kings? Should I make a call? Who have they got in round one? Uh, do we know? I sh- yeah, we know. But We'll I- get into it. We'll get into it. Um, Mark Zosol in Melfort, where they do the Melfort Shuffle. He says, I just checked on the Winnipeg Ice website, and in the playoffs, they are playing at the Wayne Fleming Arena. I thought they would go to the Canada Life Center. Well, we brought that up how many weeks ago? Couple. At least two weeks ago. Yeah, yeah round one's there, but I th- by the time they're done, I think they go to Canada Life Center. Because the Jets are toast. Yeah. So I think Winnipeg is going to get behind that. And maybe they have a blue out instead of a white out. That'd be cool. Or something. Wouldn't do it be the cool? white out anyways. You can do a white, do it anyways. See? Yeah. We put our heads together and it's great. And by the way, mark my words. Before I leave this crappy world, the Memorial Cup will go to two games a day. Yeah. I'll make a, mo- a vote right here. Robinson said last week they're not. Here. I know. I know. But Norm Fong, Hall of Fame Equipment Manager, of the Saskatchewan Rough Riders watching this show because all the sports greats watch this show. You know that. Yes. Uh, Fongo says, Rod, I think you hit the nail on the head by saying the league has nine teams going in nine different directions instead of all pulling in the same direction. It doesn't help that Randy seems to be doing all he can to eliminate the Canadian players. Keep our CFL Canadian. Signed, Fongo. That's just what I see. Having now... Can we say that we've worked in the National Football League? I would say. Sure. We were at the Super Bowl. Benner and bah, Dolphins, luxury yeah. suites here, don't forget. That's right. <laughs> These guys and gals all work together. It's a topic for another time as to why they are and the CFL isn't. I have my thoughts on that too. But I just don't see the CFL all pulling on the same rope. Metal Shingle Guy writes in, says the USFL looks good from what I was able to see on TV. Lots of ex-CFL guys. Vontae Diggs, nice pick six. USFL is good. And listen, you are a businessman. Do do the successful business people not say, 
The sun shines on every dog's ass. We can have spring football, fall football, winter football, summer football. The more the merrier. Right. Instead of being greedy. No, no, just us. No. Is that the successful way to look at things? Yeah, it is. And it's the idea of everybody wants to build the biggest building in town. But you want to build a successful businessman, want to build it by building the biggest building, not by tearing all the other buildings down. The unsuccessful ones say, I'll have the biggest because they're going to tear everybody else down. Right? Yeah. So I just, I, I want the USFL to succeed. I think the logo's cool. More jobs. Last minute of play in the RP show. Last minute of play. Darren in Salt Lake City says the first USFL game had 3 million viewers expected to go down from there. I know why he's saying that, because historically it has. I get mm-hmm. why you're saying. What if it doesn't? How about that? How about that? From oh. Ted from Ted and Red Deer. I'm watching Delayed on PVR, but what a great show. I know, right? From Andrew, Quebecer. Andrew Stute Price starting tonight against the Wild. Armia heading home for the rest of the season due to family reasons. How about that? Everything's happening. Finally for the Montreal Canadiens. Right. Thanks to Tim Hunter, Jason Titarnik. Nice to see you back, Moose. Good to see you, too. Movie tonight. What are we going to? Ooh, ambulance. Gotcha. We'll see you tomorrow at noon Eastern right here on Game Plus. You like me to shut up. He wants me to talk. How about that? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.